Good afternoon, everybody. This is Douglas Edwards speaking from CBS News headquarters in New York. We present now a special news program on the Korean crisis. It is morning in Korea, and American bombers and fighter planes are attacking tank formations of the invading North Korean communists in line with President Truman's historic order committing the United States Air Force and its Navy to aid the forces of the South Korean Republic. Late word from Korea indicates that American help came just in the nick of time. Like with Germany, Korea was divided into occupation zones after World War II. The Soviets helped establish communism in the North, while the U.S. supported the South. By June of 1950, fighting along the border had been going on for months. However, on the weekend of June 24th, bulletins increased, and it became clear a major crisis was underway. After a U.N. Security Council meeting, President Truman's motion to send troops was approved. Less than five years after the end of World War II, the U.S. was back at war. that a squadron of heavy Australian bombers is being dispatched to Singapore. So far, the question of Russia's position remains a secret of the Kremlin. American diplomatic officials are still hopeful the Soviets will refrain from openly joining in the Korean struggle and permit the fighting to end without the threat of a third world war. As a matter of fact, the State Department announced a few minutes ago that the United States has asked Russia to use its influence with the North Korean authorities for the withdrawal of the invading forces and the cessation of hostilities. And now the Korean crisis as seen from Washington. Key members of Columbia's staff in the Capitol are standing by, and for their part of the story, we switch now to CBS Washington, Griffin Bancroft reporting. That August, the manager of a Montana semi-pro baseball team took color film of two UFOs flying over Great Falls. The next year, several V-shaped formations were spotted flying over Lubbock, Texas. Witnesses included professors and students from Texas Tech University. Then in the summer of 1952, some of the most famous UFO sightings of the 20th century occurred. In July, a series of sightings happened at three separate airports in Washington, D.C. Simultaneously in Norfolk, Virginia, Pan American pilots saw eight large glowing red objects. The sightings made front page headlines around the nation and led to the formation of a CIA panel. Ten days later, two U.S. Air Force colonels saw three unusual aircrafts flying in formation over Carson Sink, Nevada. And perhaps most sensationally, in Flatwoods, West Virginia on September 12th, six local boys and a woman reported seeing a UFO land and a spade-headed creature near the landing site. It was met with considerable skepticism. <laughs> 